Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm your host, Joel Mokes, and I'm so happy you are here with me again this week. Ah, another Monday, another Monday. This year is racing ahead. I like that in some ways because time moves fast for me when I'm loving what I'm doing. So it's almost like wishing time would slow down is alien to me because that would mean that I was stuck in a season that I'm not particularly enjoying in my life and business. So it's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? It's a bit of a conundrum. One thing's for sure, time moves on, hopefully with us, not without us. So this week on the Heads Together podcast, I'm diving into marketing and how the goal of your marketing is not to prove to other people how good you are at marketing. And this could end up being one of those a little bit ranty. A little bit ranty, could do. I don't know. May not. Who knows? You know, I don't particularly script these. Uh, when I say particularly, I don't script these episodes whatsoever. So you tend to get my raw thoughts for good or bad. So it might get a bit ranty, but it's just that one thing I'm seeing a lot of and it's why I am such an exponent of simplifying marketing, is that the more complex people go with their marketing, and the people in my world tend to be coaches, service providers, consultants, anyone who is really looking to have an impact on their corner of the world and on the people they serve. And I'm noticing that there's this draw to very sophisticated marketing strategies. And I think there's a disconnect happening between the sophistication of the marketing strategy and the goal for that strategy. There's a disconnect. It's suddenly almost like we're all becoming mini marketers and our goal is to almost, I don't know, show off our prowess when it comes to marketing our business, right? Yeah, so that's what I want to dive into this week and just kind of break down a little bit my thoughts around that and how coming back to the true goal of marketing can be very simple to do and transformative for the results that you're going to get from your marketing. So let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Okay, so like I say, I think that there's this misconception that part of marketing is about showing off your skill in terms of marketing with 
your ideas, you know, the wackier and wilder, the better. Always trying something completely new in terms of your marketing, keeping it fresh. We hear a lot of that all the time. And of course, there's elements of truth in those things. And um, we always want our marketing to feel fresh. We always want to be innovative and trying new things when that feels right. But I just want to kind of anchor us back into the real purpose of marketing, which is to create awareness around your brand. It's to generate interest in your offers, to raise your visibility, to build desire in your target market for what you offer. And it's to drive action. It's to entice the people who you know you can help with your service to take action and hire you to do that. That's the purpose of your marketing. It's about visibility. It's about lead generation and it's about leading to sales. Okay. And I think there's a real danger of focusing so much on the tactics and the funnels and the strategies and the trends in marketing. The pitfall around that is that you run the risk of alienating your target audience if you don't have every decision in your marketing connected to the people you want to serve. I'm going to say that again because it's really, really important that we just set the stage, if you like, for this episode around this. However good you are at marketing, however good a writer you are, however good you are at picking the great image that looks amazing, it's eye-catching, it's to you, it completely represents the point you're trying to make. However good you are at video production, your lighting is on point. You have the best microphone. Your sound is fabulous. However good you are at the tech behind marketing, at setting up funnels and automations, and however good you are at writing endless reams of email nurture sequences, you know, and setting them up to consistently go out. If you don't do every single one of those things with your ideal client in mind, with the intention behind the creation to be to serve that ideal client, to respond to their desires, to respond to their pain points, to put out marketing material that absolutely grabs their attention, speaks to their wants and needs, generates their interest, builds their desire, then you might as well just not bother. It doesn't matter how skillful you are at digital marketing. doesn't matter if you're not connected to that target audience. Now, I did something this week, actually, that I think is really interesting. At the moment, I'm really exploring ChatGPT and I really like it. I know there's like definitely some mixed 
opinions around chat GPT at the moment. And I'm happy to just very transparently, as always with me, share my take on it. And that is that this is not a tool to copy and paste from, but it's absolutely a tool to get some ideas formed, some structure to your thoughts, to get some prompts, to get you a starting place to write from. And there's one thing for sure. You can love chat GPT and other AI assisted tools like that, or you can hate it. But one thing you'll probably can't do is ignore it. So for me, I'm loving it at the moment. I think it opens up a world of possibilities. It doesn't replace human to human connection and it never will. It doesn't replace that. It doesn't replace emotional connection. Yeah. For me, loving it. And I used it today for this podcast episode to get me two examples. Here's what I wanted. I wanted one example of a marketing campaign that failed because it was more about the tactics and the techniques than it was about the offer or the product or the target audience or or the value that that brought. And the example of that that it came up with for me, which I thought was a perfect example of this, was when McDonald's bought out in 1996, the Arch Deluxe. I can kind of remember this, Arch Deluxe. I don't know, it, I mean, it, the campaign failed. It is no longer a thing. But I think I can vaguely remember it happening. And what happened was they launched this like Arch Deluxe Burger to target a more sophisticated adult audience. Can you already see what happened here? Because <laughs> I can. Researching this, I was thinking, oh my God, this is a perfect example because it's so obvious. They ran this huge marketing campaign with like really expensive commercials and they put on like promotional events, but the product itself didn't land. It just, the target audience just didn't see value in McDonald's attempting to like upscale its offering. And it was just an absolute blatant example of ignoring what you already know or should know about your target audience. And you can see how all of the, imagine the budget, the skill, the next level production value that McDonald's has to create a marketing campaign. But because they hadn't focused back to their brand, back to their core values, and particularly their ideal clients, it absolutely bombed. So that was a really interesting example. The other one that I asked ChatGPT to come up with for me was a case study or an example of a company that had a fantastically successful marketing campaign that was focused on like that true purpose of marketing. And it came up with one which I remember really clearly because it absolutely resonated with me. And that was Dove and their real beauty campaign. I think you guys across the pond would have Dove. I'm sure you must have. It's a personal care brand. So it's owned by Unilever. They sell like deodorants and soaps and all of that kind of thing. And they launched this campaign called Real Beauty in 2004, which was really aimed around like celebrating the natural beauty of women and really redefining 
beauty standards in society. And the campaign itself, it featured like women of all different like ages, shapes and sizes, different ethnicities, and it was just showcasing their natural beauty. I don't know about you, but I can remember that campaign as clear as day. It was beautiful and it just landed so well. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking again, like what a blooming great example. Thank you, ChatGPT, because I don't know that my own research would have really come up with those two such perfect examples. So that was really useful for me. And I want to talk about Dove's Real Beauty campaign and why it did so well, particularly when you compare that against that McDonald's campaign that bombed. And I think it comes down to that emotional connection. Dove knew exactly who their target audience were and they knew how we feel about our bodies. So they created a campaign that empowered women and encouraged self-acceptance, right? And my gosh, that worked so well. Even as I'm talking this, I can still remember the advert with the women coming into shot, all these different shapes and sizes, something that we just had never really seen showcased on TV like that before. I think the other thing was that it wasn't a rushed campaign. They did it over a long period. And so that really helped them establish this strong brand identity and it made the campaign more memorable. I guess that's probably why I can really picture their packaging and everything. So I think that definitely contributed to it. They were really consistent and they did it over a long period. So it absolutely resonated and it was memorable. They also had really clear, simple messaging. The power of that advert was, you know, this real beauty. Their messaging was so clear, so simple, and so authentic. The word that we talk about all the time in relation to marketing. It was so authentic because it was true to their core values and it focused on the true purpose of marketing, which is creating that value, creating that emotional connection, creating the feeling. And that's what establishes the trust and the loyalty. I think where Dove definitely aimed to promote self-acceptance among women and body positivity, they did that instead of solely focusing on their marketing prowess. Their focus was firmly on the message and the goal of really reaching women and really showing women that they understood that they got it. I think the campaign was really transparent in its messaging as well. And that builds trust. Transparency always builds trust. You know, just looking at that from a really meta perspective, I try to be super transparent in everything I do. So for example, with ChatGPT, I wanted to tell you that that's how I researched these two examples of good and bad marketing campaigns. Why wouldn't I want to share that with you? I don't want to pretend that I don't do something that I do, mainly because I don't need to. I don't need to pretend that anything in my business is different to the way it is because everything I do is authentic. And therefore, I can be transparent about it. 
And that's something to really, really think about because it stops you being perceived as overly promotional or manipulative. The more transparent and authentic you can be. The other thing, and I think this is a biggie, 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 biggie. Dove absolutely integrated their marketing campaign with their brand values. And I want you to really think about how you can do this in your marketing. We can't have brand and marketing as two such separate, different things in our business. They need to be integrated. You've got to have crystal clarity around your brand values, those core values that are North Star in your business. Once you have that real strong brand identity, then it's much easier to create marketing assets and marketing strategies that really build on those core values. And it keeps everything very aligned, which again, just builds that stronger and stronger brand identity. And that's what gets loyalty. That's what builds trust and loyalty from your ideal clients. I think the main point I'd love for you to take away from this is that successful marketing really focuses on the true purpose of the marketing, which is creating value for clients, building emotional connections, and staying authentic. Those three things, value for the person that you want to see the marketing material that you're putting out there, in making emotional connections with those people and staying true and authentic to your own brand identity, your core values and your brand voice, your messaging, you know, keep that strong, keep that authentic and true. And if you can master those three things in your marketing, then you can actually get way better results with far less perfect in air quotes, techniques, tactics. You don't need to be a sophisticated marketer. You can carry on being damn good at what you do, whether that's coaching, consulting, brand strategy, whatever it is that you do. Be great at that. You don't have to be a marketer. You just need to crack really aligned marketing. So I hope that has resonated. And if it's something you want to talk about in more detail, or if it's something that you know perhaps there's a disconnect in in your business, you know, maybe you've been focusing a lot on getting it right, getting your marketing right. And I think this is sometimes where we start to go wrong, is that we've got in our heads this, if only I could crack that code to getting my marketing right. And that's when the temptation to introduce more and more complex and sophisticated strategies will come in. And actually, I think it's not about getting it right. It's about getting it aligned. So it's doing the work on your brand. It's getting clarity around that. And then it's creating marketing strategies and assets that really fit with that because that's what will resonate. That's what will build those emotional connections with your ideal clients. This is something that later this year, you know that 
I'm co-hosting with the amazing Alicia Rodriguez and Lauren Jones of Box Creative, an unapologetic retreat in the Algarve in Portugal. And Lauren is an absolutely an inspirational person to learn from when it comes to creating a solid brand identity, when it comes to really understanding those core values and really getting a clear voice for your brand, a clear and full brand identity. And that is something that she'll be working with our retreat guests on for the week that we're together in Portugal later this year. So I'm going to put a link to Alicia's website, of course, from a mindset perspective. I'm also going to put a link to Lauren's website in the show notes today, because I think this is something that she is so passionate about. And I'd like you to have a look and see a taste of what Lauren would be bringing to the table in October if you decide to join us for the retreat, which I hope you have on your to-do list. So do go and check out the retreat at unapologeticretreats.com. If you feel like your brand, you've got that clarity, you understand exactly what your core values are, but you're finding that where you're dropping off is that the marketing that you're doing just isn't landing, it's not making a difference in your business in the way you want it to, then book a call with me because I will be very happy to go through with you on that call, like in maybe like a little mini audit fashion, what you're doing at the moment. And I have quite a knack for being able to see where the drop off is happening whether it's happening at the visibility stage, the lead generation stage, the sales stage, I will be able to tell you where you've possibly got a disconnect there. So happy to have a chat about that. If you would like to apply for a session like that with me, you can go to jillmokes.com forward slash apply. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I hope it's inspired you to just go back and look and check yourself, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself in terms of how attached is my marketing to the true purpose of marketing and how much of it is where you have consumed and absorbed so much advice over the years and it's actually become about showing off the best tactics and copying the most complex funnels and that kind of thing. Have a look. You're going to be surprised. If you can come back to that true purpose, you're going to make so much of a difference. All right. Well, thanks for joining me so much this week. And I will see you again next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.